amazing hello everyone welcome 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 to the second episode of dm talks i'm your host sarah dm and this is your favorite podcast uh dm talks is a podcast that aims to promote well-being and assist healing whether that be physically mentally or spiritually ultimately we just want to be seen in our entirety and this podcast is to show listeners how multifaceted they are we're all at the center of our own universe so why don't we more to better our own existence bop 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 Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> cannons, cannons. Hello, everyone. And um, yeah, I'm excited to be joined by a good friend, a good pal, uh, my dancing buddy, <laughs> like my everything and more. <laughs> Someone who accepts me in my full Scottish accent when I try it to be. <laughs> it's Kanem. Hi. <laughs> hey, hey that was pretty intro. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm out here. You know the vibes. But yeah, I'm um, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you. Like we had you last year, so we had to have mm-hmm. you back. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you know what? That was like two years ago now, nearly. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh that my is... god. Do you know what? When this episode comes out, it will literally be mm-hmm. two years. Mm, it's It'll crazy, right? Like, yeah, because I remember you telling me when this is going to be released, and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be two. That's crazy. Jesus, Bro. so much has changed in two years. It's crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Jesus we really Christ. have, from going to studio up until, you know, Corona, up until like mm-hmm. working from home, like, honestly, we've, we've been for a journey. A whole fucking pandemic. Like, Jesus Christ, that is mad. That is mad. I know. But yeah, like, I'm excited to be back. Like, yeah. I'm ready. Well, we had to have you back. We, I love, I loved your straight talkness. I love your emotive self. You have this Pisces energy that is just so loud. <laughs> and um, I'm, you, I know you're going to drop bombs. I know you're going to drop truth <laughs> bombs. So, like, that's why, you, that's why I needed you here. Because, like, the amount of times that even when, you know, I'll have a quick phone call with you. And mm-hmm. that for a 10 minute phone call will be two hours. Listeners, honestly, everyone needs a friend like Kanem. They'll be speaking so much truth. I have to pause Kanem and then ask him yeah. to repeat it. So then I'll write yeah. stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need to be like, wait, say that again. Sorry, just say that one more time. I'm like, <laughs> and like the thing is, you know, you're just, you're just speaking. You're literally yeah. like, you just let it go through you, and like it's great because like it's like now I haven't seen you in a minute, but I've got mm-hmm. messages on my wall that remind me of what you think you said. So it's like, oh, kind of, you know. Oh, I did not know that. Thank you. I'm yeah. actually you. No. You know the vibes, like <laughs> it's truth bombs, you want or whatever. But Thank no, you. honestly, like I'm just really grateful mm-hmm. because I think today we're gonna have we're gonna speak on a topic that mm-hmm. people would rather keep hidden. People would rather like shy their eye to, like they would rather you know um, act like they're not above it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now you're killing me with, the, with those eye rolls. Sorry, <laughs> like yeah, in this week's episode, listeners, we're gonna be talking about jealousy. We're going to be talking about jealousy, jealousy. Oh, sorry. Don't do jealous me. <laughs> so, yeah, <that's> so like... <laughs> I, I can't even remember who it's by, but I know it's in um, Black is King album. And like, I always try and practice, like do footwork at it, but I'm, I never can. Confession. I'm supposed to be a Beyonce fan. It's been, it's been, uh, it, that came out in 2020 and I still haven't heard it. I'm just like. Really? You, do you have Disney Plus? You know what? I don't. And the thing is like, I need to get it because it's only like what six pounds a month or something like that. But yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's like, yeah, I need to actually get it because you've been telling me like all my favorite childhood shows are on there. I'm like, you know what? I need to get it. I need to just bite the bullet. And just it's enjoyment. It. It's enjoyment. Yeah, like honestly. when you when you watch it, 
Mm-hmm. Watch Black is King because it's a it's a visual art masterpiece. And yeah, like, it's like a visual. You know Beyonce, she loves she loves her visuals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she mm-hmm. loves She's it. another queen who I could spend God knows how long talking about. Like, don't get it's me started. I I will literally spend the entire episode just talking about Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we we know what we know what pl- flags not to cross over. Like I get it. <laughs> but no, I'm Honestly. excited to talk about um, jealousy just because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. it's a topic that people want to sh- like don't want to embrace and don't mm. want to like accept and pretend it's not there and when you pretend something's not there it's just going to get bigger and bigger mm. and bigger and bigger so let's have honest communication <laughs> about this subject are you excited <laughs> are you ready i am i am i'm like woo. like there's a lot i have to say about this topic of jealousy in just general especially like yeah, I've got a lot to say about it. I will say. I'm so excited also, to hear it. I'm so excited honestly, to hear it. But honestly. I guess we should um we should probably go to our first um segment first. Okay, and the first segment is the divine. This is yeah. where we share um well when we nominate something a good thing, nominate something mm-hmm. that has bring us um pleasure. So what mm-hmm. is your nomination for the divine this week, Kanem? Okay, so my no- now this I knew what I was coming to in this episode with the, in terms of the divine. I knew what I was bringing to the divine today. So for me, it's the album Play With The Changes by Rochelle Jordan. Ooh. I'm just going to take the next minute or two to just stand Rochelle Jordan because I love Amen. her. She's my, she is my number one favorite musical artist. She does not make bad music. She's incredible. And it's so funny, like I became aware of Rochelle Jordan end of 2019 when she released a song called Fill Me In. And mm-hmm. then I was like, who is this? And then like, I went down the rabbit hole and got into her music and she's incredible. But anyway, so um, not too long ago, the Grammy nominations for the what will be the early 2022 Grammy Awards mm-hmm. um, like came out and she submitted her album for like consideration. But when the nominations came out, she wasn't nominated. And I was like, sorry, but this queen was robbed. Like Rochelle Jordan literally just put out what I feel. And mind you, we're pretty much at the end of 2021 now. Yeah. She put out, in my eyes, the best album of 2021. Amen. And... And like not one Grammy nomination. So anyway, I want to nominate Rochelle Jordan and her album Play with the Changes for like the Divine segment. And listeners, if you haven't heard this album yet and you're like, okay, what's the one song that might like pull me into the album? Listen to already. The song is correct. It's everything. I listen to it literally like every single day. It's so funny, like <laughs> I've gotten like a lot of my friends into Rochelle Jordan to the point where um like the friend that I live with like every time like we're around the house I'll just hear like um, I'll just hear them like humming a Rochelle Jordan song I love and I'm just that. like my impact but anyway that's my <laughs> nomination <laughs> that's just no, my I love nomination it. for the divine I love Rochelle Jordan and that album was beautiful but yeah she's a queen but yeah that's my nomination no love it love it thank you for your nomination <laughs> I shall definitely um be listening to some Rochelle Jordan yeah like, you know what's so bad. It's funny though when you know the album that you hear me playing this week when you like when you come here that is I'm either playing Rochelle Jordan or Kylie Minogue most yeah. part of the time when I'm at home like I love me some Rochelle but yeah but yeah absolutely if you haven't gotten into her get into her you'd love it no, I'm gonna have to because it's like even it's like I listen to you hear that music so when mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to it I'm gonna re- remember the memory of you dancing and singing and it's like <laughs> music is nostalgic do you know what I mean music yeah. is timeless so it's yeah. just really like nice to hear um mm-hmm. people's well interests and likes um Definitely. on a similar note I'm actually gonna mm-hmm. nominate um a musician an artist uh, um oh. for my oh. divine he's close to my mm-hmm. heart it's my little brother it's my oh. little brother 
So yesterday I uh-huh. had the pleasure of going to see my brother at um, yes. at gig. Um, it actually, so let fun. me get. It was it was fun. I kind of felt like a little ad buyer. I felt like an ad buyer. <laughs> Canem, I met someone who's born in 2003. The fact that people are born in Spaz and they can drive now. Oh my yes. God. Yes. Oh, thank God. Like, I was I'm talking, old. And like, I don't want to be that person asking people's ages. But oh. then when you find out that like you're at an event where someone was born in 2003, I'm like, oh God, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I feel like my back hunches over. Literally. And mind you, I'm, mind you, like, I'm born in 1999. But when I meet someone that's born in like 2001, 2002, I'm like, Past the millennium. Oh my god! Like I'm, exactly. I'm old now. Like, and some of these people, like they're they look grown. Like my brother's mm-hmm. young. My brother's a millennium baby, but he looks mm-hmm. grown. Like he looks yeah. like an adult. So it's strange. Yeah. Um, I've actually got the um, uh, event up now just because I want to give it all the all the grace, you know, all the flames. But um, yeah, it's run by what? the Underground Project. Uh-huh. And it was at Sevilla Mia in Soho last night. And okay. it was a fun event. Like, it was so mm-hmm. nice as well, because these boys who put on the event, I thought they were local. They're from Wales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they oh, came fair. from Wales. Oh, so they travelled. Yeah, they travelled to host this event. And they've mm-hmm. been listening to Emmanuel for, like, years. And, like, they like would share him on, like, their playlist and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when they were doing an event in London, they were like, oh, do you want to roll through? And he, Emmanuel's like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A few other friends... Uh, who is it? There's a person called A19 who's Emmanuel's friend that also performed. Mm-hmm. And um a person that I didn't know, but um was fucking sick as well, was called Rico um that mm-hmm. performed. They were the last um to set. Um mm-hmm. my brother's friend Cam was also uh the I mean he's helped like be the producer on some tracks, mm-hmm. like. I can't, you know what, let me just talk. <laughs> like, no, I'm I mean, just, no, I hear you, I understand. I can't that. remember, I can't remember, because I know a lot of them are into producing and music, right. but then also right, like right. some people are rapping, some people are just producing, some people mm-hmm. are engineers. So it's all techie, right. but they, they're mm-hmm. all, it's techie, but they're talented. They're, they're right, all talented. Right. They all come from different facets. And right. it's so nice, because I like, I was saying to Cam yesterday, mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll just hear the music. I'll just hear the like the goings to and the froms. Mm-hmm. Like I'll hear Emmanuel in his room just making all these beats and all these sounds, and then I'll hear him be like, "Oh, this is the one," <laughs> or like stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's just really lovely yeah. to see because like I was able to see the final product of that yesterday, mm-hmm. and like he's gonna blow. He's gonna get. He's gonna get his mm-hmm. things, and it's just so nice to see him like just enjoy and celebrate mm-hmm. and like even yesterday seeing people rap his lyrics back to him i was like, mm-hmm. he's like oh he's a star now oh yeah, and then, I, know, that's right. yeah. I was out there just dancing doing my thing and then i got uh-huh. a quick ad lib as well i got an ad lib oh. he, he shouts out to my sister i was like who me i was like who oh. me that is so sweet and <laughs> honestly your brother's insanely talented like he's so good and you know what's like i mean you know this already but when i tell you his music, oh, you can't even see it on the screen. <laughs> yeah. But like, if he ever sees it, he'll recognize the artwork, the Deep Thinker, and the Care Package. These are in my phone. Like, I listen to Deep Thinker. This is like, that's my favorite song of his. Like, he's good. You know what he I mean? He performed that last night. Oh, yeah. It was just really nice seeing people who, like, were young, talented, creative, put all their, like, um, thoughts together to produce mm. an event, to produce music, to produce a showcase of those mm. things and it's just really affirming because I think like 
sometimes we kind of get like bogged down about like what little resources we have or who yeah. we know or who we need to mm. know or where's this space but if you've got a dream if you've got a vision don't worry about the rest just carry on mm. just just mm-hmm. you can get it done so like yeah, yeah i'll shout out to emmanuel for um the performance yesterday shout out for um a19 cam and all the people that hosted um the underground project yesterday because it was fucking sick I really enjoy honestly, it. Honestly, honestly, like, and that's what that's what it's about. It's about like the power of community and like coming together to create something from just what was an idea in your head or what was essentially nothing in terms of being in the tangible space and turning it into a show where people are rapping your lyrics back to you and you're creating, you know, these sick events with like, you know, with collaborators. Like, that's what it's about, and I love that. Like, it I'm is. Them, it, it honestly is, and it's just so yes. lovely to see because all these guys like. Like there's no competition at all. They're all they all love each other. They all Good. want the best Good. for each other. They all have Good. a different hobby, a different mm-hmm. idea. Like one will be like doing videos, one will be mm-hmm. um doing uh producing, one will be doing styling, mm-hmm. and they'll all come together with all these mm-hmm. different facets, with all these different showcases and create one big project. So it just shows mm-hmm. you how like healthy um interests and collaboration can be and this yeah. is a little segue to what we're going to talk about today oh, because okay, okay. we can learn in collaborations when uh um open and honest motivation isn't being pursued it can kind of start getting a little bit techie it can kind mm. of fall into the period of jealousy and that's mm. where we're going to bring it up in decoding the messes okay let's go so for <laughs> listeners um decoding the messes <laughs> no i love you honestly you're like bop 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 <laughs> Now I love it. Is there anything that we fucking want for this episode? But decoding the messes is the part of the podcast where we talk about the things that um <laughs> I just forgot it. <laughs> Wait, decoding the messes is the segment where we decode mess, where we're online or offline. Sick. Okay, so decoding the messes is where we unpack mess, whether it is online or offline. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about jealousy. And I want to start off with just well, saying a definition of jealousy, you know, let's let's be clear. Let's be correct. So I'm going to uh-huh. read out a definition of jealous. Uh-huh. So this is an adje- adjective. <laughs> this, is a- <laughs> this is a feeling or showing an envious resentment of someone of their achievements, possessions or perceived advantages. Mm-hmm. Similar to envious. Um, yeah, fiercely. Pre- oh, another like, one. What? Is there a difference between jealous and envious? This might be a dumbass question, but like, is there a difference? Like, is it, or are they the same? So it says here that envious is feeling or showing envy. The full definition says, oh, oh, to be fair, envious, it says envious and jealous is, oh, maybe envious is the feeling mm. and jealous is the showing. Okay. That, so that people can be envious, but not mm-hmm. necessarily show it. But then okay, jealous you. could be the feeling and showing of envious oh, resentment okay. of someone of their achievements. It's gotcha. also being protective of one's rights and possessions. So like, let's say someone, okay, let's say we're together and I don't like you meeting certain types of friends. I'm mm-hmm. jealous of the friends that you're hanging around with, but that doesn't mean I'm mm-hmm. envious of it. Okay. 
I think I can. <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> I, I want to protect, like... it's like, I want to protect and I want to like, I don't want okay. to like share you. It's like, I want to so, like be so territorial. Like ex- yeah, yeah, that's just what I was about to say. It's literally like being territorial, but in a way that's not healthy. Yeah, it's, it's, but yeah. yeah, it's unhealthy territory. Yeah. Exactly, in that context. Yeah. But let's say envious. Like, I'm not, an en- I wouldn't be envious of the people that you're hanging with. I'm just envious that you're not hanging with me. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, you see, that's what it took for it to come together for me. Okay. Don't I you see. worry. It happens. But um, okay. yeah, no, like, what, what, do you want to start or shall I start? Because I literally, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, well, let me let me come to the mic. Let me listen to the microphone. Go on. <laughs> but no, speak on no, it. I don't know. Like to be fair, like even though I have a lot of, I would say like, even though like I've got a lot of thoughts and feelings about it, I want to ask. I I I actually want to start by asking you like a question, and like obviously yes or no, and expand on it. Like, mm-hmm. do you think you're a jealous person? Yes or no, and or in the middle, and expand on your answer. I want to say. No, what in the middle? Mm-hmm. In the middle, because okay. I'm not okay, necessarily ahead. jealous of mm-hmm. um people, but I'm jealous of traits that they have. So one thing okay. that I'm generally jealous of people who have this trait is people who can cut. Ca- oh, I can never say the word. Carp. Well, let me just <laughs> let me break this one down because it's not even. The thing is, it's not even that big a word. But like, I'm just. I need well, to say it. Okay, so okay. the word is compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. So I'm jealous of people who can do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm honest. I'm, I'm, because it's the ability to focus. Uh, I would love to have it. <laughs> I would love to have it. I'd love to just see something and mm-hmm. um, move towards it and not mm-hmm. attach so much feeling towards it. Because I feel like that's one thing that kind of distracts me from my like process and behaviours. Some mm-hmm. things in my brain get so diluted with each other and so... Um, like like it's like gnawing each other that I just burn out and overwhelm myself Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I'm jealous of people who don't have to who experience that but they can choose to not listen to it whilst they need to get something done I honestly think if I could Mm -hmm. like I try and practice it but like it's something that like I guess it's just like learning how to change your mindset as well but like Mm -hmm. in this point in time I'm jealous of people that can compartmentalize Mm. but you know what like on that point right the, it's so interesting as I'm hearing because this is my first time like like obviously exploring this conversation with you it's so interesting that you, you say that because like you know how people always say the grass isn't necessarily greener on the other side because mm-hmm. I would say like you know I, I I would say I'm somebody who tends to yes compartmentalize but like it's almost like I wish I didn't because sometimes it means that I don't get around to processing emotions as quickly as I should and there's like a delay sometimes because you know typically speaking people attribute being able to compartmentalize to like tucking away your feelings and being productive and moving towards like a career goal or something Mm -hmm. but like you know we've spoken about this before that kind of idea of like an emotional debt that comes back to you because it's like a bunch of undealt with emotions that you kind of put to the side and then it Mm. comes and hits you like a tsunami at some point and like it's so interesting like hearing you say that because I think it's absolutely beautiful that like like I I feel like with, with like I feel like I guess in the UK in the world or whatever Capital under capitalism, like we've put a lot of like stock in like being able to compartmentalize, but it's mm. like, but what happened to just being human and not necessarily like wanting to compartmentalize, but feeling all of the emotions that come when they do, you know? And that's true. Like, I completely get that though. I think 
that no honestly that's such a good point and like it's it's the beauty of being human it's the beauty of being alive we can feel things we can do things we can use these little flesh suits to get shit done or to fucking lay down like it literally like (laughs) we have so much adventure being in these physical Mm -hmm. bodies you know but with those physical bodies come a mind that has to be um uh sort of that can be hindered by conditioning it can be hindered Mm. by projections it can be hindered Mm. by all these things and don't get me wrong if you were grown up if you're brought up to like healthily um process and then let go of those things I think Mm. um it would have like a different influence but also Mm. because it's so like um oh I I think I'm one of those people I take a lot of information very quickly so like Mm. I'm very like um aware of my surroundings I'm aware of like energy I'm aware of like um uh just random shit i'm just ready I'm, i've got a lot of stimulus <laughs> coming at me <laughs> a lot of stimulus coming at me. And, like, i like that i think like um i'm at a stage where i try and not like um weight it with emotions like mm. i don't i don't want to weight it like oh this is a good one this is a bad one yeah. because at the end of the day like you said we're human these things are all temporary you know they're not yeah. gonna be in us forever they're not going to influence us forever and I think Mm -hmm. it's like remembering the only constant thing that we have in this life is change you know and like the ability is to adapt is just another like um reflection of resilience but I Mm -hmm. also think that like with compartmentalization it gives you a certain like privilege or not even a maybe privilege isn't the right word but it gives you um a certain type of like um confidence like a quiet confidence to move through the world because you're able to take things as they are maybe not Mm. forever but for that moment because sometimes like I can be so burnt out by just what my mind has to offer and it's annoying it's like babe like I haven't spoken to anyone this week like everything that is burning out is literally just a reflection of what's in my mind or whether that's um directly or indirectly from like what i've like um been yeah. processing you know in this this mm-hmm. highly stimulated world. yeah no for sure <laughs> for sure i think i think it's interesting because it's like i don't think i've met people and i've been like oh i'm jealous of this you know i'm not i don't mm-hmm. i don't see jealousy in that um frame but i see it outside of me and maybe mm-hmm. like I think I even mentioned this in a podcast um in the podcast recently because it's like I've like experienced a lot of isolation in my life so like the only person that I really had to compare myself to was myself so I do mm. think that sort of layer of like Come on, Beyonce. <laughs> 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 like, so sorry, like, that layer of independence that layer uh-huh. of independence meant that like I was comparing myself to myself and like mm. I couldn't be like asking people like oh did this happen to you when like they didn't look like me they didn't talk like mm. me they didn't have the same yeah. culture as me so mm-hmm. I can't really be jealous of them and they can't really yeah. be jealous of me because mm-hmm. we're going to be experiencing life differently true very true that's true but, but what about you are you jealous of anything oh I would say I would say no. I would say there was probably maybe one or two things, like, there are one or two things that have happened that I'd say over the course of a year, and they're both in the context of a romantic, they're both in a romantic context, Mm -hmm. but, like, I would say my typical every, like, day, like, my day-to-day stuff, 
my day-to-day life like friends family or whatever I'd say no like um but I would say yeah it may be in a romantic context so probably mm-hmm. like I think I'm start- it's starting to kind of unravel for me and it has over the past year or so I'm kind of like hmm, maybe I should I'm like you know I like to always, I'm always psychoanalyzing myself sometimes to a fault and I'm always like hmm, why do I think this why do I believe this why am I behaving this way why am I responding like this but yeah like I would say I'm not a jealous person to answer the question but I definitely think there are kind of like pockets that have there are like there are like certain isolated events that have kind of made me go is this <laughs> is this jealousy, jealousy? <laughs> is this is this what I'm feeling right now <laughs> like, definitely, definitely. no but I love that because it's like well mm-hmm. I love that you're so open with it because it's like <laughs> having that like open and compassionate very strong mm-hmm. like wording there compassionate um <laughs> Uh, conversation with yourself and yeah. conversation of your mind of oh where did I learn this can save yeah. you so many lessons in the long run like mm-hmm. I think if that was a question that I like asked myself when I was younger I wouldn't have I, well I just don't think I would have I may, maybe I would have started therapy later <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> just because just because like, <laughs> honestly because it's like we can just compassionately ask ourselves where did I learn this why am I why is this who taught this you know where do I pick this up from because Mm -hmm. like it could be parental it could be generational it could be societal like there's so many different like um like reasonings to why it came about so like just asking yourself why did I learn this will help people in the long run like I think one thing that I definitely noticed and I think I'm not sure well let's get into it (laughs) let's just get into it (laughs) so when I was living in Manchester there Mm -hmm. there's a huge creative community in Manchester like massive you know and collaborations happen conversations happen like art music fashion like whatever it is happens and because let me not even say too much anyway (laughs) (laughs) honey we're on a podcast we need we're giving we're giving Mm -hmm. (laughs) next thing I'm going to be getting added the people are going to be coming after Mm -mm. Continue. <laughs> so I bring this up to say that I like I don't know. It's I never really fully experienced the the backlash of certain things just because I think I was in pretty much my own lane. Like I would like if someone needed a model, I'd put my name in the ring, or like mm-hmm. I was podcasting. Do you know what I mean like I wasn't mm-hmm. really doing any, everything that the girls were doing? <laughs> like because mm-hmm. I know you girls like I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much like competition but indirectly never never mm. lots never of one-upping phases and it yeah. yes one-upping which I found very confusing because people Damn. would misplace themselves as friends or people would mis- not not misplace themselves as friends misplace themselves as companions or whatever babe we mm. could be a com- acquaintance and we can build like an empire so mm. even now if you know that I have source you know have you have source and you know if we add the source together we can make stew yeah we can make <laughs> a delicious fucking stew why do you still feel the need to one up you know what that's that's a great point that you raised because like obviously we were at uni at the same time but I'm like I definitely noticed that myself being there like on the creative the Manchester creative scene it's kind of yeah. like there's power, like we were just t- talking about before, like with Manny and Cam, um, like all the guys and stuff, like yeah. there's power and community. 
And I think what's very interesting, like even on the theme of jealousy, because I don't want to kind of swan around and be like, everyone's just jealous and that it's just jealousy because uh, it's reductive <laughs> to boil everything down to jealousy and jealousy and it's quite it, it is it does look a way to kind of attribute everything to jealousy because not everything's jealousy it's like sometimes but sometimes sometimes i'm just a dickhead isn't it okay fine they're not jealous of me they just don't like me because i'm a dickhead fine but anyway but like on that point like when i moved to manchester i definitely noticed a lot of weird gatekeeping Going mm-hmm. on, not all the, not across the board, because I would say for the most part, the scene was the scene was good. Like the creative scene was good to me. I would say I've met some really cool people mm. and stuff. But like, I definitely noticed over the course of my <laughs> over the course of my undergrad years, I would de- definitely come across people that would just be like hostile from the jump, or like people that it's like, like you literally follow me on Instagram and you don't miss a story. So why is it now in real life you're acting like you don't know me or you're trying to kind of you know, somebody kind of tries to act like they don't know what you do or downplay your talent a bit. It's like, okay, cool. You know what? My aunt always used to say, growing up, who can't, who can't hear will feel. And it's like, okay, so if that's how you're playing it, watch me succeed. Do you know what I mean? Because I've definitely noticed some people gatekeeping and from a place of jealousy because they're almost threatened by what you bring to the table. Or if you do something similar, instead of wanting to work with you, they'll see you as somebody to compete with. And it's like, when we could just pool our resources and succeed and go further. But yeah. no, you want to be competing with me. It's like, okay, hold that energy. I'm going to show you up out of spite. Hold that. <laughs> no, and it's like, true. let's see. But like, know. in those moments, I'm like, babe, what are you gatekeeping? Like, what Hon- are you gatekeeping? No, but honestly, because my whole thing is that, like, these people would be gatekeeping. It's creativity. Honestly, it's like, it's like, bro, all you have to your name is a MacBook Pro. What are you gatekeeping? <laughs> like, Sorry. What are we gatekeeping here? All of us have nothing. Listen, like, like, it's, it's me too. I ain't got shit either. Do you know what I no, mean? No, me too. So me like, three. Honestly, like, so it's like, instead of just trying to like build together, it's like people are just trying to just be weird and competitive. I've, child. No, honestly. I can't. I can't. It's a dub. It's a dub for something. Like, I just can't. I can't. Like, it's annoying. But like, do you feel like since leaving Manchester, you've kind of, especially, like as we kind of immerse ourselves onto like the London scene, like the London creative scene and the meeting mm-hmm. people, do you find that like, do, are you still finding that kind of weird gatekeepy jealousy, competitive energy down here or no? I feel like, I don't know. I'm so selective with who I work. Well, no, that's a lie. I was about to say, I'm so selective mm-hmm. with who I work with. I can call, I mm-hmm. called it, I called a, well, quote unquote, a stranger the other day and now we're doing a project next week <laughs> do you know what I mean so yeah. like, I, and you know what I, and sometimes that's needed yeah but like mm-hmm. it's just I like it's weird I guess my process is like if I can talk to you and if I can have a chat to you about like anything then I want to work with you because it's like yeah I can't like talk to people that are like rigid like and I mean rigid mm-hmm. in the sense of like um they are restricting in how they do things like I need a free-flowing mm. conversation I yeah. want to show you what I want to produce but not to put too much pressure on the outcome because I believe mm-hmm. in what you have but if I yeah. have like um, a phone call with you and we're literally just talking talking it's fine mm. like literally I called this person yesterday and it was about a project we spoke for like a good 25 minutes before mm-hmm. I even mentioned the project we were just talking. I love that. I've, I love I've that never though. spoken to this person in my life. I've just seen like them on that. Instagram. <laughs> Do you that's know what I mean? nice. And that's I've what it's about, though. It is because it's like if if you like someone's things and if you like um 
how they present themselves or the relationship they have or their um like a certain facet a certain trait that they have it's like oh I'm intrigued by you let me get to know you a bit more can we work together yes can we work together no like there's literally like it's just a yes or no sort of answer and even if it's a no you never know like maybe if you can't work with Mm -hmm. me but you might work with someone else that really is appreciated you know Mm -hmm. and I think like that is such a um like uh it's like a trial by error sort of Mm. um experience and i think as a like an apprentice of life as a student of life we should sort of walk with that energy because then it adds to the adventure Mm -hmm. no i 100 agree and you know what i will say like most of the time strangers that we come across are going to be really good to us but like in my experience anyway a lot of that weird you know like get people gatekeeping when they know you have a certain set of skills but don't want to bring you in because they're afraid you'll upstage them Mm. i have i've had that more from people that i've called friends than i have strangers like and don't get me wrong this isn't something that pops up in my life a lot like but when it does pop up it is glaringly obvious like it is like spotted from a mile away the red flag like you know what i mean like it's just it's crazy and like yeah i think it's great that like we're like building community in that way do you know what i mean but I think for me, I've definitely had to kind of change the relationships I have with, like, with, like, with certain people, like, obviously, I've, you know, I've told you off air, we've spoken about, I've told you off air, but like, No, but it's but, true, but because the thing but, is, yeah. do you know, I've learned a lot about, like, jealousy, like, and a lot about, like, jealousy within friendships. A lot of people like yeah. you weaker, and that's not just, like... I'm about to... <laughs> but it's true like some individuals just like you weaker like some individuals Mm. like you low and like as peak as that sounds it's the truth like i've literally left so many friends that without without warning without warning just because like god will remind me of a memory (laughs) and i'll be like oh my god yeah honestly and you in okay i guess i can speak about this openly because it's been a couple of years now but um 2019 was i would say probably the worst year of my life to date 2020 was a very close second but <laughs> 2019 i would say is like was it was just a really rough year like mm. i kind of had a really bad mental health episode that kind of just started in february and didn't really let up until like the end of 2019 pretty much mm. and like I just remember, like, I, don't remember, I had some incredible, incredible, incredible friends around me at the time. Like, my family really wrapped themselves around me at the time as well. Mm. But, like, I definitely remember, I definitely remember, like, there were definitely certain friends who I had and, like, who, it's like, at the time, you don't really realise that they like seeing you weaker. But then 2020, like, 2020 was better than 2019. Still wasn't the best, because obviously we were in a pandemic. But, like, I definitely noticed, I was, like, in 2020, like, certain people kind of just fell out of my orbit. Fine. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed in 2021, 20, like, I would say 2021, sorry, but 2021 has been a very good year. Like, it has. And I've definitely seen, like, like, how my life is very different to how it was in 2019 and that, like, I'm in a healthy headspace, you know, I've got my own place now, I've got, like, a, a, a job, like, you know... Oh, I don't know. AKA Kanem's winning. Maybe we can this up. AKA uh, is winning. <laughs> Everything Kanem touches <laughs> will thrive. <laughs> Midas, baby. Midas. Okay. Midas with it. But yeah, I got my master's degree and set up a business. So it's like, Amen. I'm definitely trying, you know what I mean? I'm pushing my life forward. And I've definitely noticed that now as I've really kind of like developed this kind of like 
like kind of more assured sense of self like there were definitely certain friends I'm like oh you're trying to compete with me you've got to go like I'm not even trying to do that with you because everyone who knows me knows I'm my friend's biggest supporter like you know this like any ask anybody like if there's an opportunity I will bring a friend in like a lot like there are definitely times where like somebody will kind of go like oh I'll see um I'll see like an opportunity and redirect to your friend and be like you'd be great for this go ahead but like I've definitely noticed that there are a couple of people like where it's like you could have brought me in on that because you know that I can do that Mm. but you chose not to so it's like okay fine Peter I'm not going to say nothing but I see what you're doing and that's fine because like one thing I can't take is feeling like someone's in competition I don't take that well like feeling like someone's in competition with me because I'm this might sound bad to say on the air but like I'm I'm more up myself than the average person I would say (laughs) amen no and, be and, honestly I think and I think in this case it's a good way to be because it's like I'm I'm only worried about what I'm doing like honestly and like I get I bet there's some listener that's gonna be like sure but it's like it really is true like because the only life I can control is my own and that part I, that part and like it's just been it's been so sad because there have been friends where it's like I thought we'd be friends for like forever you know friends mm. that you would think would you know be your wedding you know friends that your kids will call no do you know what's so funny that you say that like friends that you'd call like oh yeah yeah, this is your second auntie I promise you by god you will not come to the auntie you will not know these children you will not know shit like if I'm having children I will I will steer them away from your personality because I've learned the hard way that Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of oh you know what actually let me ask you a question you're talking about sense of self right do Mm. you think and this is just a theory now do you think depending on your sense of self you attract different friends in your life and therefore you will be um how do I say this it's like okay so I'm feeling low I attract a friend in my life and we're Mm. like well we're being friends and then Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling like my better self they aren't comfortable with it because they met me in a certain position. So mm-hmm. now they're going to do their best, whether it's indirectly or directly, to remind me of where they met me. You know what? Yeah, I'll say yes. But in my experience, it's almost been like if I think about like my life, like my adolescent years, my early adulthood up to now. I mean, I say early, I'm literally 22. Like I'm still in my early, my early adulthood technically. But anyway, but like <laughs> I would say for me, it's more like it's more like somebody meeting me like and me being very confident and then wanted to take me down a peg that's kind of a lot of what I experience and feel and like one of my like really close friends like I remember she said this to me a couple of years ago and it stuck with me because it's so true and like I love her so much she's great but I remember her saying like for someone that's insecure because at the time at the time things were happening which Mm -hmm. is on the theme of jealousy they were basically just like a group of they were basically just like a group of people that I went to undergrad with that were just very weird and like they'd be really like nice to me to my face but Mm -hmm. then like make really bitchy and snarky comments and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like we're not friends and you don't need to pretend that we're friends it's fine keep it pushing Mm -hmm. but because like we had very (laughs) this is gonna really (laughs) if you want to look for me look for me and what like because we had similar social circles like there were people that I couldn't necessarily kind of you know what I mean it's like I'm just trying to be here but it's like they're always fucking popping up it's like fuck off but anyway but um yeah like because of the dynamics that were happening with said people um I was just unpacking it I guess with one of my really close friends and she said to me like so like 
you just get comfortable with the fact that as a very a person that's very secure in themselves people who are insecure are not going to like you and you're mm. probably just not going to be a good person to be around for someone that's insecure because you're so assured and I was like you know what she made a point people she made but a point you know it is it's like <laughs> the lie that you emit mm. rattles people's demons rattles mm. it and like mm. this is one thing that I've actually learned like in um like work as well in, in yeah. working situations like when you get a new oh <laughs> I was gonna be detailed <laughs> then but like <laughs> let me speak my truth like you've been at the job for a while you found your routine mm-hmm. you're a great worker and then there's new people that work that have started there and they're trying to like assert their authority with you it's like you know when you're in school and you have a substitute teacher so they come in and they try and be like this is me (laughs) and it's like yeah they're trying to like give it the whole like i am to like yeah i'm just here to do my to do my um Mm. subjects and leave like you don't need Mm. to do this like power dynamic like exactly we're we're here to learn you're here to teach and then i'm gonna leave it's just but, it's just literally, pu- it's pure peacocking. It's like, why are you doing this? Like, you don't need to do this. Like, yeah. stop. Do you know what I mean? It's one thing that I've definitely learned at work because it's like, I'm a creative. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm um, engaged. I'm I'm very aware of my position, mm-hmm. whether it is like, well, I mean, <laughs> culturally, <laughs> or if it's like, um, uh, like, the influence I could have just because of like knowing how business and all dynamic has changed like over mm. a certain period. And I'll see people try and knock down my pegs who've been there like not that long. And I'm like, babe, don't fight with it's me. Like, fight with your God. Like, <laughs> fight with your, you know I mean? fight with like, your own self-belief because did. me, I'm thriving. And everybody who mm. like I engage with thrives too because we all are rooting mm-hmm. for each other. If you want to look exactly. down at me just because you um, don't have as much source then that's not my business mm-hmm. like but the exactly. thing is, you have source you just need to embrace it like I'm one of those people mm-hmm. that like whether it's like cringe or not I embrace like I am who mm. I am <laughs> like, I literally yeah. just, I'm accepting yeah. I'm self-accepting Same. and I think that yeah. is the first like antidote to like um feeling more of a secure person and therefore not like being so judgmental with your jealousy because like mm-hmm. I realized the people that can't laugh at themselves are the most jealous people really I've noticed that oh 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 because it's like they they put it's like jealous people are mm-hmm. like so concerned of how they present themselves that they take themselves yeah. too seriously mm-hmm. they just need to shake a little they need to relax <laughs> need but you to- know what I will say though I wouldn't put, I wouldn't necessarily put those things together. And the reason I say that is because, like, I think, like, I think I'm, I, I wouldn't say, I'm not highly concerned with my self-image, but, like, I definitely do watch what I put out into the world in kind yeah. of, like, how am I coming across, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I wouldn't, I don't know, I don't know if I'd equate those two factors, like, like, being, because to me, like, what I'm, like, what I'm hearing is, like, just, like, a, a heightened sense of self-awareness and jealousy are kind of like go hand in hand mm. and I don't think that, I don't know if that's the case I, like I, I have, I have, maybe it's because I haven't seen that but like I don't know well maybe like it might be the way that I'm phrasing it let mm. me like mm. when I mean like um can't laugh at themselves like you know like mm-hmm. you know how like like people that stand in the corner at the party yeah the people that would stand in the oh. corner at the party or yeah. like to be fair, that was actually a great example that you said. <laughs> but like, like even like okay, you know I when someone that. does something like um like wrong, but they like beat themselves up too much about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. babe, just chill. It happened. Like 
yeah. I burp, you burp, like it's all cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not that deep. Yeah. Like, no one That's shit true. smells of roses. Like, just everyone yeah. chill out and like just that was a, I haven't heard that. That is a new one. No, no do you know what I mean? Because it's so true. Yeah. Because I think like mm-hmm. one thing that I've noticed about like jealous people mm-hmm. is that they try and like well, this is a, the jealous people that I'm talking about are mm-hmm. um quite self-restrictive and they can't like mm-hmm. embrace like certain sides themselves like let's say i've ooh. okay so one example ooh. let me say an example ooh. like let's say okay. i say a word wrong or like i say mm-hmm. um oh you know what there's a memory that's coming straight up my head but i don't want to be too specific because it might bait me out but basically okay. yeah. so basically yeah, yeah. this one time i was at this like person's house and like he's a person that i was t- seeing and like i was at his house like often but I accidentally said, oh yeah, because I like I live here now. Like I accidentally said that like as a joke. Mm-hmm. Like like not like and I was just I was there. Yeah, like, oh, God, it was like because like, I would anybody would take that as a joke. Like yeah, I mean? and I and I said it, but the person, the jealous person near me was like, what did you say? What did you say? And like tried to like uh-huh. really humiliate me and embarrass me because can I use uh, I can't use names, but like was this was <laughs> do I is uh, I'm trying to not give away specific information. Let me just touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Because uh, I'm thinking of the... You don't speak to the, the jealous person anymore, do you? Pardon? You don't speak to the, the person that was, that's jealous no, anymore, No, 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 no. I don't. Okay, I, okay. Let me just thingy. I don't even... You know, the person you texted me, I don't even think they were there yeah, at that yeah. point. Oh, but fair, fair. It was the fact that, like... I I had said it, and then the, uh-huh. the partner was like, "What did you say? What did you say?" And tried to like, it's not that deep. like exactly, like, it's not that deep. Yeah, it's not that, it's deep. not that deep. Learn to laugh yourself, so you don't have mm. to try and laugh at others. Yeah, a word, a word. An Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I find it really cringy because it's that whole thing of like one up or like, oh, well, look what you've done, honey. Mm. I've done Honestly. it and I've gone over it. Like, you need to take a fucking chill pill. Go Literally. On. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is so wild. But you know what I will say? I, I, I actually, when you put it that way, I definitely do agree because I'm like thinking of the, the, the person that's just standing on the side and can't have a good time because they're too, do you know what I mean? Uptight. There's too stush. Like, there's too long. Yeah, yeah. That's too good for it all. I, yeah. I completely get that. But you know what? One, like, this is for telling, you know, this is for telling stories. Yeah, I think it's, one. We're doing story time. We're story time. Honestly, honestly. Uh, to be fair, you can keep you can keep this in the edit. It doesn't matter. But like, <laughs> okay, how did I? Okay, a couple of years ago, I had a shindig basically, and um, I invited here quite a few people were there, so whatever. But um, one of the people that was there was somebody who at the time I had a crush on, right? Mm-hmm. So my closest friends knew this, and you know, people knew what what the deal was. Like they kind of they, they knew. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my closest friends knew, and like um. <laughs> basically unbeknownst to me at the time um somebody who I thought was a super close friend of mine essentially oh, <laughs> shit I'm really telling this on the air so a person who was supposed to be one of my closest friends who you know shouldn't be going behind your back and doing anything weird and shady basically added this person on let's say a form of social media right but mm-hmm. didn't tell me about it at the time and a few weeks later like the best, like, nearly a month later, we were just having a really casual conversation and the friend brought, brought up that they added said person on a form of social media, which is how I came to find out. And at the, t- at the time, typical Caden, I was just kind of like, mm-hmm, 
Mm-hmm. Hung up the phone. I literally called my friend and said, Sis, let me tell you what just happened, yeah? Like, do you know what I mean? Because I was just like, what the hell? And as I was processing it with her friend, I was like, that's very weird. But like, you know, it's like those friends where it's like, that is a branch of jealousy. Because why are you? Because in my mind, the only way I can process that situation is you're trying to go after somebody you know I have a crush on, especially when they have a behavioral pattern or an inclination for doing it, let's say. Like that's where it comes from. Because if it was if it was like another friend, I don't think I would have been as suspicious. But it's like the fact that you didn't say anything, because that's something you would have just been like, oh, I added, you know, X on social media or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, cool. But it's the fact that you just didn't say anything and then just slipped it into a conversation casually. And it's like, mm, it's it's much, <laughs> uh, I can't I can't say how it actually came up because Ben's really gonna pinpoint who I'm talking about, but I just remember going okay that's what you're doing cool and like from then that person never met anybody that had a question in real life again Mm. but anyway (laughs) but like for me it's that you know when we talk about this idea of jealousy it's like in my life typically speaking I've been on the receiving end of it more than I have been the person being jealous and I'm about to get there as well I'm not perfect I can't swan around and be like I've never been jealous before I'm about to get into how I can be bad vibes too but like that to me was just like a very a very interesting example because it's like especially when it's like like I said when somebody has has shown a streak of behavior it's because it's like and after that let me not even say too no, much before the, pa- no, <laughs> the proof is in the pattern but, uh, the, the proof, the, the is, proof is really in the pattern, pattern. Mm, because the like, thing is you sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but like no, no, go on, babe, go on. like because it's like we have we have an intuition right we literally have an mm-hmm. instinct yeah. when we ignore it that's the first red strike that's the first red strike. And this could be, this could be quote unquote, an irrational thought that just comes into your mind. It could, it literally could be, it could be that. Mm -hmm. However, it could be a gut feeling. It could be, um, it could be, I don't know how everybody's intuition works, but it could just be your intuition. Anyway, your intuition strike. Mm -hmm. And then an incident happens. And then you're like, Mm. "Mm, I don't know, leave it. And then you bring up again, how they deal with it you can see like let's say you let's say i'm the friend now and you ask me and i'm like uh well there's this like the way that i move when i talk to you about Mm. it another strike you know you know what it was though you know what it was if i let me i'm talking about shit i don't care whoever can look to me look to me you know where to find me shit so my (laughs) it's the alcohol pissing anyway so (laughs) Um, so let's okay the way it basically comes from the conversation was the friend asked me let's say let, the friend basically asked me um, how are things going with you and X right and I said oh like you know there was just you know the very at the time I didn't know so I was just like oh I just thought it was a casual question I was like oh yeah like nothing's really you know da 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 because X is at in X is in oh, shit X is in another city, let's say. Yeah. I'm not going to say which city because it's really going to be me. But I was like, I said X is in another city. And then the friend said, oh, I know. And I was like, how do you know that? And then that's when they were like, oh, because I, I was like, we've spoken many times in this time. Sorry. So it's like, this is, isn't our like, first time speaking since I, the I don't mean to be rude, but you're yeah, talking and now I'm remo- like, all the memories are coming back. <laughs> that's the thing because no i can't lie when you're talking i forgot i forgot about the story yeah. so I, I, I was literally like the listener i was literally just yeah, listening yeah. to the podcast but then as yeah. you're talking i'm like oh wait no this happened. yeah that story and like, <laughs> literally and it's like 
from that, don't get me wrong. It, and the thing is, like, I, it's probably slightly bad vibes because I have never brought it up to said person as a point of contention and been like, ah, oh, you did that and it's shady. Because my whole thing is that, especially there are certain people, when you confront them with their bullshit, they'll just, they'll pull a stun. And my whole thing is that, like, I'm not, I already see the behaviour for what it is. I don't need to have a conversation about it. There's no explanation. There's no way you can talk around it. It happened. And from then, that person never met anybody that was into again, ever. Yeah. Like, as anyway. But yeah, I just thought it was a very funny one. And like, even if I'm thinking about like, exam, not me just firing shots in this podcast, I don't give a fuck. Don't worry. But like, <laughs> even if I'm thinking about like, strange examples of jealousy, it's also like, people that, you know, we talk about people that want to take you down a peg. I think mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed in my life, and I definitely noticed this, uh, I can't say when, but let's say over the past, few years people that kind of go out of their when they know when somebody knows that you're uncomfortable somewhere and they go out of their how do I put this their way to remind you of it in a way yeah because it's like it's like why are you why are you actively befriending people that you know I don't like do you know what I mean and that to me is an issue because it's like why is it that you like why do you like to see me uncomfortable like Mm. what's going on here like and I don't, I don't want to reduce that one to jealousy. I don't want to reduce that one to jealousy, but I think there's something to be said. But I think it's like, to do with respect because I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, as and, you're talking, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. one time when I was mm-hmm. a bad vibes friend and I literally like, it wasn't the fact that I was engaging with people that, um, what's the word? It wasn't the fact that I was like purposely engaging of, oh, oh, let's do something, like let's meet up, like let's like, you know, I wasn't like planning things mm. with people, but like okay. as they were there, I wasn't like, I wasn't actively showing, no, I wasn't actively like taking myself away from situations. Like me, I was just sort of like, okay. no, sorry. I, you know what, let me, you speak, I'm just gonna, <laughs> let me just listen. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. No, I'm listening, I'm listening. I know, I bring it up to say, because I didn't really know where I was trying to land. I was just trying to say how, like, I have been the bad vibes friend before, who hasn't, we like, we all been have. purposely like... um, direct, or, like, different age groups, actually. Like, mm. there's been times in my life when I haven't been that forthcoming with people that I know have had vibes with other friends because I didn't want to get involved and I think sometimes yeah, when you pretend to be that, Switzerland no but like the yeah. thing like as you grow older you realize how it sort of like obstructs like people a lot of people like to sit on this fence in this life and that's mm. okay for you <laughs> and certain topics but if you sit on yeah. the fence obstructs your integrity now I have an issue and that's something that I yeah. had to learn in my friendships and my relationships because before yeah these people would be beefing but then like let's say i could have one friend that beefs with everyone they just beef with everyone mm-hmm. and i'm like look just be, just, <laughs> it's like, please rap. yeah that, if that, you're beefing that, with everyone i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be a dickhead exactly. but then there's some people yeah. who've actually done very like hurtful and like yeah. nasty things that, i'm not gonna give that. you the time of day because now that obstructs mm-hmm. my morality and if i'm complicit right. in it then well, just God forbid. Exactly. And you know what? Like, and that's a, that is a great point because don't get me wrong. There are definitely certain like friends of mine who are friends with people, not that I don't like, but friends with people I'm not particularly fond of. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay, you do that. Like, yeah. fine. But like, my whole thing is that like, I'm, I'm more, I guess I'm more thinking of specific examples where like, I'm in a group setting and it's like, there are people who you're, you're supposed to be able to look at any room and be like, I'm supposed to be safe with you. But it's like, 
if if you know that like you know I'm not particularly fond of said individual, it's like why are you go why are you why are you going out of your way to kind of like I don't I don't it's like oh, I can't explain without getting too specific. No, but yeah, it's just like I you've that go out of your it. way basically to befriend your arts in like in a way where it's justified and valid. That's the that's the asterisk. When it's justified and valid, it's kind of like so so you just like seeing me uncomfortable like what's going on here <laughs> I completely like, get it it's just so yeah. funny that you say that because I'm getting flashbacks of like different memories of my life and like mm-hmm. there's one time like this person that I used to be like like Switzerland for let's say I used to be Switzerland during these like fr- um during these two friends mm-hmm. and then I just had enough I had a fucking enough like I was walking mm-hmm. off <laughs> this is I'm being I've been very direct now but I don't mm-hmm. think they it doesn't matter <laughs> but I remember this one time I one time me and my friends were out we ended up going home um we, as I was walking home I heard um she used to be a friend but now she's an op right I heard the op complain about the friend and all my friend did was just be out she was just present. She was story. just being like <laughs> out here. And I literally yeah, I was like, nah, I'm yeah, sick of this yeah. shit. I went off on yeah, her. I was like, yeah. she's done nothing to you. Yeah. You can't just chat shit about my mate. <laughs> like I was going off on one. Uh-huh. My friend didn't even know. My friend mm-hmm. just was out and went home. Like the other but one. But as you should, and- as you should though, as you should, like, you were right to do that to me, fam. Because it you are right to do me, because it gets to a point of like, rug, all you do you want to talk, all you guys want to do is act, all you don't do is just want to like create something out of mm. nothing if, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's very strange because sometimes people who dislike you respect you more than fake friends and or mm. fake like acquaintances and it really really grinds my gears because like the this like competitiveness which is in in an indirect form that I'm talking about that's mm-hmm. linked to jealousy is so confusing like I do not need to do mental gymnastics for anyone yet you want mm-hmm. me to interpret your own behavior because you feel uncomfortable here babe that's for you and your therapist that's not for me uh-huh. that is literally not-, not for me it's not your job to make anybody kind of, especially like, you know, when people are jealous, they almost think it's your job to tame that feeling of je- jealousy by becoming more humble. But it's like, I have never been a humble person. I'm, I'm humble in the sense that I know I have a lot to learn, but I'm not humble in the sense that I pretend I'm not good at things. Like, I'm not like, yeah. oh, I just don't know. I'm just not sure. I'm like, yeah. I'm the fucking shit. Get to fucking Amen. know. Like, come on now. Like, don't get me wrong. I've got a lot, I've got a lot of work to do in this life to get to no. where I'm trying to be. Of but course. Where I'm at right now, the the potential is there. That there's a there's a, still a lot of skill there. Do you know what I mean? It's just like I'm just trying to get to that next level. But like, you know, people think it's like your job to to tame their jealous feeling. It's like go to your fucking therapist, man. Exactly, go to like, your therapist. Rude. Go to your caregiver because it's not my fucking business. Like, I find it so cringy. Like bro. one thing, like I'm gonna toot my own horn here because why not? <laughs> but, as like, you should. Me, like on, if I wasn't podcasting, I'd be a dancer. Like I literally would be a dancer. Everyone who I know knows this. Like so, I how is it when I'm dancing now? You like well not you but like you man are out here being yeah. like oh my god you you're doing this you're doing that babe my hips literally do not lie exactly exactly like I'm literally just out here doing my thing and it's so weird because people sometimes think I'm putting on a show and it's like mm-hmm. babe I'd be doing the exact same thing if I was in my room by myself like it's yeah. literally not for you it's not That's for you I'm be. just so comfortable with dancing yeah. shaking and just moving yeah, I don't want to tame myself good. you dusty man <laughs> definitely definitely actually and you shouldn't either absolutely not but like you know and stuff like that I think that's it's a great like it's a great way to be but like at this point I can't lie to you like you know those weird competitive like kind of people it's like 
you know what? Like, I have nothing for them anymore because for the longest time, I used to. I, I remember spending a lot of time, especially during my undergraduate years, trying to like diminish myself and make myself quieter and smaller because mm-hmm. like I was definitely made to feel by certain people that I was taking up too much space. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, these bitches just wanted to see me humbled. It's like, oh, good fucking luck because I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm about to be everywhere soon. Like, they'll find out how soon enough, but I'm about to be everywhere soon. And it's like, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, no, I'm not, don't take myself with people, man. Like, nah, fuck those people. Honestly, and like the thing is, it's like I've seen a lot of copycats, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of people like Let's um, talk about it. get jealous and then try and copy what someone else is doing. But you don't know me, you do not know my God. Like, I promise you, everything that I touch, everything mm-hmm. that Literally. I touch will have my unique source of SDM on it. It Honestly. will be beautiful, it will be fine. <laughs> so I don't care. Friend. There are definitely friends that I've met along the way that it's like, you're literally trying to carbon copy my personality. Like you take, like, especially like, like thing, witty things that I might have like said or whatever. And then they're like recycling those jokes in like another group setting. It's like, wait, I said that. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 but like <laughs> Kingdom 2.0. <laughs> K2.0. <laughs> It's giving, it's honestly giving Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Like, it's like, bro, like... Stop, you're that. killing me. No, you're actually killing me. Because, like, it's not even just that. Like, sometimes, like, oh, God, this is so... Oh, fuck it, I'm out here. I'm so like, like, when I hear people, like, copy certain words to make mm. themselves sound, like, almost, like, cooler or, like, more aware or, like, more, mm-hmm. like... Oh, I just remembered, like, I had this friend and white woman um <laughs> her language changed and that's the omega <laughs> but like the way that she spoke like the the person that i met right and the mm. person that i left spoke very differently mm. <laughs> they spoke very uh-huh. very differently uh-huh. and i was just there like I'm going to ignore this because it doesn't yeah. actually affect me. It doesn't actually affect yeah. my well-being, but yeah. I'm aware of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And, like, there's something to be said to people like that. It's, like, it's just weird. Like, it's, like, there's people that, like, watch your every movie. It's, like, you know what? Le- I remember Leonie Anderson. It was just an Instagram caption, but it's just, I think I have screenshots in my phone. But yeah. the caption was, like, in, I'm either in your mouth or on your mood board. And it's, like, you know what? See, because, like, you know those people that like you watch my every move, you study me, like literally study me like I'm a fucking exam that you're t- that you're revising for. But then it's like, but then you want to kind of act like you don't see the source I bring, but you want to copy the source. Like, what did rerun my saying ape shit? You can steal the source and got the same recipe. Like, come on now. Like, cheat a songstress, a lyricist, another one who, oh, a queen. Oh, the music is God. giving. The music is just giving. She's grace, Atlas, everything. She is a star, but like, yeah, it's just like super interesting to kind of like just see people that move like that. It's kind of like, yeah, no, all those people that are like trying to, I've got like, you know, just keep myself on track. But it's like, even like people that try to like one, you know, people that like try to one up you as well. Like, have you experienced that? Like, like family, friends, romantic relationships, like, well, we're about to get into that too. But like, have you had that before? I have like, I've experienced it, but I've also like distanced myself from a lot of people who've done it like I don't remember like Mm -hmm. vivid examples I remember their attempts and then laughing at their attempts and then (laughs) taking myself away because Uh, it's like it's like I 
to be fair, the only times that I can really re- re- kind of remember it is like school and like high school mm. where I'd actively see people be like, oh, well, Sarah's done this. I'm doing that. Like, I don't really mm. like experience it more just because like, like I literally, I probably have like nine friends and I have yeah. like. <laughs> that, that is good. That's how we should be. Like <laughs> Honestly, how we should like, be. I probably have nine friends and I literally, I move in such a like, um reflective and like um aware sometimes it can be at my expense because sometimes I'm like oh god like oh, my thoughts just bouncing off like um my room now do you know what I mean like an echo chamber mm. but mm. also it's just made me more like um uh like confident in what I'm bringing and what I'm showing because it's like yeah I'm not I'm not meddling with a lot of people and if I do meddle with people then I'm like I need to, it's like we were saying this actually before before we started recording. It's like, mm. you need to trust people until they show you not to. And like, mm-hmm. I also like, from being like previously emotionally unavailable, hyper-independent and a bit paranoid, like I'm releasing all of these survival um, tactics that like got me here, you know, that got yeah. me to like um, who I am today. But mm-hmm. it also means that I need to be caught in my tracks because it's like, yeah. I could think someone's trying to one-up me when they're actually just trying to say hi, you know? Yeah. Or like, I've also been so, um, like I've kept my uh, like creative community or not even, I don't even community, but I've, I've created, like, I, I will know about my projects like maybe six to seven months before I've even shared them with people. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that's like, um the best tactic in the world because it can be a bit consuming Mm -hmm. right but it's this idea of like if I share with you I need to share because I respect you and there's something that I want to bring you in so like Mm -hmm. the experience of like being one-upped on I haven't actually like reflected on that much and even with the romantic relationships like Mm -hmm. I haven't dated that many people so like Mm -hmm. I've had romantic um relations just because like Mm -hmm. I haven't had to deal with the emotional weight of like wanting to like date someone get to know someone but then also see them trying to like oh actually no let me talk about this one time <laughs> so I don't know how okay. to play chess right I don't know how mm-hmm. to play chess and I was dating this guy mm-hmm. who said he was going to teach me and then mm-hmm. me him and someone were all playing chess together and like mm-hmm. the someone was like giving me like advice but the person that I was dating was trying to like be like now nah, you do this you do that and like the someone had to mm-hmm. say to him like look <laughs> let, let, yeah, let yeah, literally. Let and I didn't know if it was like a whole like, oh, I'm gonna show you this, so I'm gonna show you. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's probably that. Yeah. And like also, babe, like the only time oh, oh my god, I was gonna <laughs> No, I was just gonna say something dirty, but fuck I'll edit uh-huh. out. I mean, like, babe, the uh-huh. only time I'll ever be submissive is in the bedroom, so don't even give me that. And like oh man, I'm happy. Hallelujah. I will net you. That was the only time you'll ever find me submissive. So good luck. Literally. I know that's right. (laughs) I know that's right, sis. Well, and you know what? While we're talking, like on the topic of like romantic thingies, have you ever had like a thing where like you've been the or like or have you been the jealous partner or the jealous friend or the jealous family member? Like, has that come up for you before? Like, how has that come up for you, if at all? I have been the jealous family member, but just because of like like culturally in like mm. like so, so you know um 
like within certain cultures, like women will be ushered to like do the cooking, do the cleaning, do this, yeah. do that. Like I was very, I was a jealous child when I was younger because mm-hmm. I was being forced to do shit when my brothers mm-hmm. weren't. <laughs> do you know yeah. I mean? Like yeah. even if we went to family parties, my fat, mm-hmm. my fat, um, like certain relatives would be critical of what I was doing compared to what my brothers were doing. So like uh-huh. I definitely felt jealousy in that regard because like it's the time of like why are you why are you being unfair because of gender that's literally it mm-hmm. but like how but can i fight with to argue with someone who's been like practicing that belief since since they were born i just mm-hmm. leave them to it yeah what i about you? That. yeah i would say for me oh let me oh lord not the burps again <laughs> <laughs> it was that last week it got you like, honestly <laughs> honestly got me got me but no um i'd say for me like I haven't been, I'd say not really, like, I'd say growing up, it was kind of weird, because, like, like, in my, sorry for this, like, in my family, like, especially because growing up, I always did quite, I always did really well, like, in, you know, school and stuff like that, or whatever, but I think I was more jealous of, like, the family members that got, like, more leeway given to them, in that, like, like, you know what I mean, in that, like, like, I have a cousin who wanted to be an athlete, another cousin who wants to be a designer, like, a sibling who wants, who, like, uh, when we were younger, wanted to be a designer, but now um, kind of wants to work in, like, a fashion in a different way. Mm. But, like, growing up, like, the first, I remember the first thing that I consciously remember wanting to be was a fashion designer. Mm. And then, obviously, as we know, I spent the the vast majority of my childhood wanting to be uh, a dancer and training towards that and wanting to then be a choreographer. Mm. But, like, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Although I'm sorry, let's just say I'm circling back to that. But anyway, but no, um, <laughs> but growing up, um, I like was, you know, really into fashion and design and stuff, but I felt like I wasn't allowed to explore my creative interests out like even though I played instruments growing up, but like outside of that, like I wasn't I, I couldn't explore that as much. Mm. And I felt like there were other people that got to explore their interests, and it's like what, just because I you know, like it was always like even a chat actually in the family like yeah I remember at church growing up actually I'd get people would call me Dr Kanem at church and it's like mind you I'm like a seven-year-old kid because <laughs> yeah. like, I was a smart kid or whatever but it's like but there's so much more to me and I was like yeah. I guess I kind of felt jealous of um people who weren't necessarily put in a box yeah you know what I mean because I felt like I was kind of put in a box and just like this is what he's going to be he's going to be a doctor and that's it and it's like who did I tell I wanted yeah. to be a doctor like, yeah who did I like, say that to? <laughs> I think what you're also referred to to is like sort of like a restriction as well because mm. it's like this yeah. idea of like um well I mean you're being applauded if you were mm. in the restricted lines but then mm. being just peeping out just having to have a look of what yeah. could be the abundance and the freedom available to you of if you could try different things is yeah comforting it's like i think i've said adventure like about eight times in this podcast <laughs> but like it's true it's literally the adventure and i just find it very like um restrictive when people and like children are sort of like their lives are like pushed before mm. that they can even like have a chance to see what they want to work out but Definitely. it's interesting like oh, do you know yeah. what let me let me speak on it you know them parents who are jealous for what they couldn't do as a child so they live out their um oh, they live out their dreams is, through the child you know that's very interesting especially because like that's something that like I read about but I haven't seen and I'm like that it's very interesting when you think about it because it's like they must have so much love for this person but also resentment because it's almost like they might feel like that person took a life away from them that they never that they would have had without them. Hundred percent. And do you know it's where I like, first really learned about that? Did you ever watch where? Dance Moms? Did I ever watch Dance Moms? Yes, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> like 
yeah so that yeah, I mean uh, without even like thinking those, yeah. yeah without even thinking about like like uh well thinking of tv representations mm-hmm. of it that's mm-hmm. where I really really learned it because it's like yep. you have resentment there you have frustration there and like you have so much on like so much pressure as well mm-hmm. because you want them to succeed you want them to thrive but you're not coming from a place of like you want to see them do well you want them to see do well for you you know yeah that's, like, that's it a satisfies your void yeah it's a completely narcissistic model of parenting though isn't it because it's like they don't actually want to see the child necessarily is like you know when we think about like the idea of like self-fulfillment it's not necessarily the child's self-fulfillment that they're interested in nurturing it's more them going i want to be able to tell everybody else that my child is this and it's like mm, well we're off to a bad start it's going to go exactly. downhill because then do you know what i mean like it's just it, the, the child's gonna feel like a trophy child do you know what i mean yeah and if and the child if the child does an activity that the parent used to do, then it's going to feel like twice fold. Like it's going to feel mm. like so much strongly. Like exactly. it's quite funny. Cause I was listening to, um, Kalechi's podcast the other day and she has mm-hmm. this segment called start your motors and yeah. she just talks about like the F1 and stuff. And I think there's this guy called Verstappen and his, um, he, his dad also used to like race as a car driver. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. hear about, the sort of pressure and the motivation and the sort of um well conditioning that they've both been through just because yeah. it's an elite sport <laughs> like it's an elite it sport is, that not yeah. everyone can do true that is so true and like it's so sad isn't it it's really sad to be on the receiving end of that because it's just like damn like yeah and it's like and one, one thing you don't want is to kind of like have to wait for like god forbid like but like wait for like like for someone to feel like they have to wait for their parents to die to live the life they want to live because it's like what if your parents don't die until you're in like your 50s like yeah. you just not me- listen this is why i remember seeing a tweet where it's like sometimes it's important to disappoint your parents at least that they just do you know what i mean i was like no it's true it's literally no, true it's like true. um like disappoint your parents early so that you they're not like holding onto this version of you but then equally like one thing that I do say that to not like say is also protect your peace also protect Mm -hmm. your safety because there's no like I wouldn't advise or encourage someone to disappoint their parents when they're still living at home rely on them yeah yeah yeah, I mean because then you're gonna have to feel the brunt of it like I would say disappoint them like yeah, disappoint them if if like listen if you've gone to uni disappoint them if you're going to uni disappoint them at uni if you've gone yeah. to uni disappoint them when you move out if you've moved out disappoint them <laughs> basically <laughs> basically i love that little breakdown because if we're giving practical <laughs> advice Honestly, practical um, advice. do you think there's ever such a thing as healthy jealousy or do you think jealousy can be healthy because like i am aware that like jealousy is an emotion it's a feeling that we all have and then yeah, yeah. humans have put um, have sort of like pushed the feeling to the side so that like it can't be shown so now it's a bit like taboo yeah. and that's I guess the, the one of the reasons why I first wanted to have this um, episode and speak to you mm-hmm. on, it, on the podcast because a the way that humans look at jealousy but then equally mm-hmm. how can it be portrayed yeah I would say yeah there were definitely healthy displays of jealousy like like I, 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 well, obviously I've spent half this time going. This is how this person's been jealous of me. But it's like, yeah, I would say like I've definitely experienced jealousy in a healthy way. In that, like, it comes up in the form of competition, really. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I would say there were definitely times in my life where I kind of saw people doing, you know, much better than I was at the time, and thinking like, like even though I would love to have that, 
I need to turn this emotion, this emotion that I'm feeling cannot be translated into frustration for that person because they deserve what they have. Mm. It needs to become like me internalizing it and using it as an engine to get started, to get to that place. Because like I said earlier, like the only life I'm in control of is my own. And like, Mm -hmm. like there are, the thing is jealousy is completely human. We all feel it. Like, Mm. listen, you know how many, you know how many times on the on Instagram I'm seeing this person's bought a house, this person has a Birkin bag, this person's on a private jet. And mm. I'm like, I would love those things as well. And I guess even though we don't want to call it what it is, in its root, it's jealousy, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, or can it be called that? I don't know. But I would love to have those things. Mm. But like, I'm not there yet. But like, I, and I'm so happy with those people. But it's like, I just turn that into like, it's almost like that, you know, it's like, it's aspirational because mm. it's like, okay, I'm gonna get there too. I'm gonna wipe my ass off. And yeah, get to you know what? You're actually thinking of the <laughs> the notes before me because that's actually one of the things that I mentioned. I said, okay, why don't ahead. people aspire then leak? Um, no, I was like, why don't why doesn't people aspire then leak hate to each other? Because it's this yeah. idea of like using that engine to fuel yep. you into making decisions or lifestyle choices to get mm. you the things that you want. And exactly. instead of leaking your energy to like seeing what they want. And I think social mm. media is kind of a sticky one because like a lot of people just like post their fruits. Okay, actually, mm. now let me take an example. One reason why I prefer TikTok to Instagram is that in Instagram, like people just posting their like fruits, people posting mm. their winnings, like they just post what they've got. But like mm. TikTok, people post everything. They'll post the process. Mm. They'll post like when it didn't go right. They post when they made it, when they post like mm. so many that you see the journey. You'd see yeah. literally the um, transgression of yeah. um well, their blessings and mm-hmm. what got them to their blessings. And it's a yeah. weird one because that I, like, I find so much more aspiration or inspiration from TikTok than I do from Instagram because Instagram mm-hmm. is a very polished like version of those things mm-hmm. and you know what that's that's you know that's completely right but I also think there's something to be said about you know like in the current like cultural zeitgeist people needing to see the journey because mm-hmm. it's like you know we talk about Instagram's a highlight like essentially we're saying Instagram's a highlight reel it's like we all know this because it's like Think about like ourselves when yeah. I when I like when I mentioned I was super depressed in 2019. I was still online looking. You would think I'm fine if you saw me from the outside. In fact, you can see my pictures from 2019. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm sure he's fine. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I get that. But like, no one, no one wants to go to Instagram to share when they're super depressed. And it's like mm. I don't necessarily need to see the journey in order to not feel jealous. If that makes sense, it's just more like, like because. Jealousy isn't if you know what it is for me. I think even sometimes I have a, a hard time even like putting my finger on it and going, is that really jealousy? Because like like I said, I, I don't think I'm a jealous. Well, I'm not a jealous person, and like jealousy is a very foreign. It, it not you know it's a feeling that when it comes up, it feels foreign. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know, like sometimes when somebody's like in love for the first time or something, mm. and it's like, oh, what is this feeling or yeah. whatever. That's kind of like me with jealousy because I don't feel it all that often. I really don't because when I see people achieving things, like things that I might even never achieve in my lifetime I'm still like you know what good for you and that's amazing do you know what I mean but like I guess it's because I've even growing up it's just a thing in my household growing up we were always um I remember mum always said growing up like what's for you is for you basically it's kind of like you know something to that effect and it's like yeah because I think that's just the way I'm wired like when I see people achieving these great things I don't I don't have like I feel like there's a scarcity mentality that underpins jealousy because it's like you know it's like crabs in a barrel because it's like there's enough room for everybody to have their things in due time promise you know that but is literally it you've cracked (laughs) jealousy you've cracked it 
<laughs> you have. Maybe, the people in the chat are right. Maybe I am domesticated. You. <laughs> they will foresee your future and look at you Honestly, finding it out again. They prophesize. But yeah, like, and don't get me wrong, that being said, like, again, I don't want to sound like hippy-dippy about it because, like, there are a few times I get, like, like, like I said, like, I think the most recent example where I think of, like, I was like, oh, I am jealous, aren't I? Yeah. Was when, uh, oh, and I, okay, it's, ooh, I reconnect. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't use that example on that. Anyway, I, I've told you about this already off air, but anyway, to speak <laughs> around it, basically, I reconnected with somebody and um, recently, and the, let's just say there's a factor in their life that has changed. And I, ugh, I remember thinking, oh, so that means, does that mean that, you know what I mean? I was kind of like, oh, what does that mean? Like, where do I stand basically? Do you know what I mean? Cause I was like, I want access to this person in a way that I cannot have them, you know? So basically that's what I'm Did trying to Did you fancy say. them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I got confused for a second. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So to summarize this sentence, basically, this part, I'll just keep on there. Basically, reconnect with the person, and now I can't have access to them in the way that I want to have access yeah. to them. The intelligent amongst you will know exactly what I mean by that. So, um, yeah, it's kind of just like, I was definitely, yeah, I was jealous. I remember, like, come, I remember, like, unpacking this with a friend and kind of going, yeah, I, I'm jealous and I, I can say that because I know I, I, I think I can you know what I mean I think that's what the feeling is and like it feels weird to to, to feel it and to experience it in that way but it's a yeah. human thing and it comes up and it's like yeah jealousy is completely normal like like I said at the top of the episode it, it comes up for me in romantic settings but that's also because I've never been in a relationship before yeah. so sometimes I'm like am I just being normal territory like we were saying earlier or is it that I'm jealous and it's like where am I treading the line between those two things Do you know what but I it's think like I yeah. I think it is as well. It's your expression of it. I think that's what makes it like, like um, more, I guess, practical to deal with. Because if you're yeah. like, aware of when something like mm-hmm. arises, you can mm-hmm. translate that to yourself like yeah. calmly and you can let mm-hmm. it go healthily. Then I think that's like the most ideal state to use with what well, well to be aware with the jealousy now yeah. if you were denying that jealousy to yourself and trying to um let's say now you yeah. the, the friend and the partner were all chilling with each other when you're rattled you're literally <laughs> tense then uh-huh. i'm gonna be like okay so something needs to change <laughs> something yeah, yeah, yeah. Needs to change because that, it just that. shows you how when you ignore jealousy when you displace or oh you know what full circle uh-huh. moment guess what uh-huh. guess what i'm gonna say what? when you compartmentalize your jealousy <laughs> then it's gonna be leaking in other places yeah that you know that's completely true because yeah that is a great way to put it that is a great way to put it literally. we crack jealousy <laughs> Wow, they need to. When is the Nobel Peace Prize? They need to give you the next one for whatever category. I need one. Well, yeah. listen, society and culture, we've got there. We've got it. <laughs> yeah, not you knowing the categories, what she said, society and culture. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That's so true. And like, it's definitely something I'm obviously working on and working, you, like, in terms of like when that jealousy comes up. Yeah. Because like, I have definitely noticed sometimes, like, especially when I'm like, you know, getting into something with someone new or whatever, like, Oh, I'm making sound. I'm making this sound like it happens a lot. Listeners, <laughs> I am still. Well, at the time of record, 
<laughs> at the time of recording anyway i'm still very single so if you're hot contact me thank you <laughs> if no hot emotionally available um you respectful know, makes Caden special yeah. because I will fight you yeah. if not <laughs> absolutely my friends will come after you if you don't treat me right but no like <laughs> yeah but anyway but yeah like I will definitely say like even though I'm I, I'm still you know kind of yeah kind of figuring out the whole dating thing or if I'm yeah. into something with someone new I definitely notice like I can sometimes I'm working not as much as when I was younger and in fact it doesn't really happen so much nowadays but when I was younger it definitely happened I'd get attached super fast mm. and get territorial and like jealous but like not in a way that I'd ever verbalize to them like so I'd be like everything's fine but I would feel like I would take it quite personal mm. like sometimes if they let's say didn't want to hang with, like if you didn't want to hang with me or whatever and it's like why are you not obsessed with me hmm? <laughs> hmm? something wrong you know what I mean but yeah. I think now at 22 I've definitely curbed that behavior but yeah I think it's also like I'm glad that I'm learning about these things in my youth because I've had to learn a lot of really painful lessons about jealousy in the context of family and friendship like mm-hmm. very early on well relatively early on in my life but because I haven't been in a relationship I'm kind of like what I don't want to do is get to 30 and be having a crisis and a meltdown because I yeah. haven't experienced it so I'm glad that these things are happening now you know yeah these things and also these lessons because then you're able to just like um like meet from the place that you're at instead of meet from Mm. a place that like like you're saying like let's say um you're talking about um earlier when you're like oh why you're not so obsessed with me let's say you were saying that like when you're like a teenager and Mm. because you haven't processed those feelings from when you're a teenager up until now they follow you to the next relationship or they follow exactly. you to the next meeting or they follow you to the next one so it's just exactly. being you know honest honest mm. with self and being 1, like um compassionate and not like projecting that um experience and that lesson to every experience that you that, have in life because things change part. things develop and like if you're if you're looking at life with a lens of what happened in the past it's mm. just it's going to dictate your future in such like a sour yeah. way because it's just going to be like this is going to happen this is going to happen and then you start mm-hmm. sort of like scaremongering yourself and like Completely. jealousy can be like you said like a tool it can like it can transmute you it can translate you into like mm-hmm. like working hard for yourself getting your fucking birkin yeah, <laughs> like, yeah literally it can push yeah. you in whatever yeah like lane you want so like mm-hmm. i think that is a definitely massive point oh we no, i'm really proud of us we've literally like <laughs> hey. we've come full circle about jealousy. we really have I feel we like, really have. is there anything that you want to share on else on this topic no i don't really have much to say i just think that like yeah like we're all works in progress like myself included like i understand listeners i've spent a lot of time kind of just honestly firing shots really the alcohol thing but like oh, but i mean like, but anyway but like, I would definitely say there are times where I've been jealous and there are times where I'm going to be jealous. But like, like we've, like we've been saying this entire time, it's about how you, like how you display that emotion. Because like, for instance, when the critical lesson that I learned was, it was actually about this time last year, where um, I was really into somebody who I just didn't feel like was reciprocating it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, why? And then like, you know when your antenna goes up and I started to just get really paranoid it was just paranoia and jealousy and this weird mix of emotions Mm. me not feeling like I'm good enough Mm. and like it's just like it's so funny that downward spiral that took me I'm glad that happened you know Mm. I I sound so happy I'm glad it happened but like I am because now I know how to deal with that which is why I don't feel jealousy so much in romantic context so much now you know and like 
yeah, I would just say, yeah, we're all works in progresses, guys. Be kind to yourselves. And yeah, if you feel jealous also sometimes, you don't always need to tweet about it or Instagram it. Put it in your group chat. And if you don't have a group chat, text one of your good Judies. And if you don't have a good Judy, put it in your notes app. And if you don't have a phone, yeah, I don't know. Kind of paper. <laughs> and on top of that, if you're um, by yourself and you can't translate that information to anyone, listen to this fucking episode. <laughs> Boom. Hello. Hello. Period. Let's get those numbers. Period. You know the vibes. We're trying to get those numbers. You know the no, vibes. Honestly, that was great. I think I'm going to end this segment here because okay. there's nothing more to add. It's too good. Honestly, like, <laughs> we've done it. We've done it. It's amazing. <laughs> we've, I'm so proud of us. Like, we've had honestly. so many gems. Oh, um, in fact, one more thing as well. If people are, because I know there are going to be people listening to this or they might like take snippets of things I've said and send it to someone and be like lol underneath because people I know people are shady like that don't fucking come and contact me about no was this me if you know it was you you know it was you you know what you did now fuck off move on let's go <laughs> and um, that's on smoke <laughs> and that's on DM talks and that's on period <laughs> hi everyone we are back um for tarot talks and this is where I give a tarot reading for um well the episode for Caden for the podcast and um yeah we've got we've got a few questions spiraling at the moment so like i want to get two oracle cards the first one is going to be for an oracle message after the conversation that we just um, just had in decoding the message and then the second one will be for the message uh, no will be an answer to the question that um Kaden mentioned so Kaden please would you repeat the question that you mentioned of course so my question to spirit was how does one um kind of deal with those feelings that come with stepping away um from or removing yourself from friends and people in your past who you no longer feel aligned with and um like just the feelings that kind of come with practicing that discernment mm -hmm. and kind of also making sure that you're just staying true to yourself by stepping away from those people and keeping it that way so yeah that's Amazing. my question to spirit thank you so much i am going to ask you to breathe with me right yeah. and um i'm going to repeat if you hear me repeating stuff you know what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna breathe me and then eventually i'm gonna ask you you're gonna tell me when to stop okay, okay. so mm -hmm. spirit higher power oh <laughs> i was like it's spirit at my door i felt like someone was trying to come in i was like ancestors <laughs> is that you <laughs> but um yeah ancestors spirit team spirit guides um i pray over this reading for a timeless message for the collective and in response to canem's question i asked for oracle messages to be provided for how we um affirm ourselves when we um learn more about jealousy and how can we affirm ourselves when we have to distance ourselves from individuals that are not aligned with our best interest how can we stick to our authentic voice how we can move swiftly from those energies and those feelings so that they don't um conflict with our peace ashe amen Oh, that one sold me. I like, <laughs> <laughs> so breathe with me yeah. and tell me when to okay. stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, two cards just kind of like came out. Oh. 
So I'm just going to use those two cards. Okay. So the answer in our prayers resides in our daily habits. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is this most, most more, <laughs> me and talking, um, this moment is the most important is, <laughs> I can't speak. This moment <laughs> is the most important. Is this how you want to use it? Mm-hmm. I'm just getting my book out. It gives more messages. Right. So it says, your prayers haven't gone unheard. In fact, the things you desire are already in existence. Have you made space for your blessings? Is it the day-to-day things you do that decide what exactly, when exactly, when your blessings will have the permission to come in? And then the first one... one, That one dragged me just... (laughs) And the first one is like, all right, boom. The past no longer exists. The future doesn't even either. This means that the only moment that you know exists for sure is the one you're in right now. Make the most of it. Everything will sort itself out. God damn. (laughs) And I think immediately, even before I pull like more cards to this, I'm getting the energy of looking at how we can assert ourselves, be the sole authority of our lives so that we're not distracted by um, external or, um, well, external and internal distractions. Just because it's like the power in our prayers reside in our daily daily habits if we're committing to a routine that's going to bring in and sustain the blessings that we want because we're not just looking for the blessings we're looking to sustain them in a applicable and a thriving environment you know and that's the idea of the answering your prayers reside in our daily habits it's being committed to something that is going to bring you long-term satisfaction in response to like conversation about jealousy and in response to like the collective understanding that jealousy is linked to scarcity and jealousy is linked to like um uh comp- well competition and scarcity it kind of ignores that there is literally something out there for everyone in this world and it sort of negates the fact that we live in an environment of the abundance so like the second oracle card said the moment is the most important is how you're going to use it it's like you can can, at this point right now Mm -hmm. the past doesn't have to exist the future doesn't have to exist I can use this information this um direction of source with me and Canem to actually integrate what I want for my future and how I'm going to like sort of um move accordingly in that it's like if I need the toilet, I'm going to go get up and go to the toilet. <laughs> like if I'm hungry, I'm going to go and make myself a meal. If I want to um, make, um, feel enriched by a good book, I'm going to pick up and read. And it's just kind of being a bit more like um, applicable and discerning of how we can take ownership of our lives and not be like distracted by the, um, uh, well, just the shortcomings. Um, I'm just going to pull some cards. Okay, that. Spirit, higher power, universe. Please, can that I was have a word, some... Sorry. Thank you. Sorry, go on. Go um, on. I'm going to use this deck. Actually, it's a gorgeous deck. Mm-hmm. It's called the deck of um, the sweet tarot. Um, the tarot of the sweet twilight. And this mm-hmm. is the idea that um, the sweet sadness of innocence, an enchanted world that reawakens at twilight and dies with it, gathering within all souls and love. Ooh. Very Ooh. Beautiful. It's giving. You know what's up? Sorry, go on. Nagoya, you saying? 
I just said it's giving me very much like a corpse bride, very much uh-huh. um Tim Burton, like very eerie, mm-hmm. very mystical, you know. Uh-huh. I love that. I actually love that. Exciting. Okay. Spirit higher power universe. Is there any cards that can affirm? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So we got two cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, vague, vague. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, right. This is the message. So we got the Knight of Swords. Um, no, not the Knight of Swords. The Page of Swords in reverse. That's this figure. Okay. Look how beautiful these cards are. Oh, that is fabulous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, we've also got this card. This is the Four What's of Pentacles. The Four uh-huh. of Pentacles. So the Knight uh-huh. of Swords is talking about the element of air. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, the Page of Swords is talking about the element air. And it's this learning on the job energy. It's not being um, influenced by the mis- misunderstandings, the miscommunications, the right. um, naive, like, petty shit that's on our day to day. Sorry, pardon me. And it's using what you using your resources as they are to get you to your destination. And mm-hmm. this is like a mental, um, this is a practice of mental intelligence because you can adopt a vision which is proactive, isn't um um sort of polluted by the confusion that's around the world and i love that the four of pentacles that came up to this because this is literally talking to attachment this is a card that shows you about being precious with things but reverse it's literally talking about scarcity and i think Mm -hmm. if we live in this capitalist structure we're also thinking oh what's next when's this when's our aha moment so that we can um kind of like rest then or be joyous then Mm -hmm. or be happy then like it's never now and this Mm -hmm. page of swords and four of pentacles is asking you to be present in a way that you can be precious with your time today like you can like this moment this experience this intellect that you share is something to be rewarded from and like Mm. something to take from you're able to articulate like your decision making from a space that is um open and willing to evolve as you are instead of like oh no I need to meet this person to get to this route I need to have that strategy to get to this thing and I think like in this card you see these individuals sort of well with the swords they have like they're looking in one direction where the four of pentacles is looking head on but because we got them reversed I'm it's kind of making me feel like you know when people just look at a dead end and they just keep on looking at the dead end and they think about all the explanations to why it went to that end but they're never really thinking about why it could go right and why like having um <laughs> I'm going to say that word again sense of adventure <laughs> or having that playfulness can like actually show you a different relationship to your strategy or show you a different way to come across there's another card that popped out during the reading and that was um three of pentacles three pentacles was like what before four pentacles and you see these two individuals like looking up at each other but they're not actually two separate individuals it's actually a mirror so it's like this person is looking at themselves but they've got a different Mm -hmm. expression of themselves and this means it's like what whatever you're seeing whatever you're putting in isn't being Mm -hmm. reflected out because you've got a restricted expression of it if you're a Mm -hmm. bit more fluid in your creativity your approach you're going Mm -hmm. to like 
um, be a bit more open to the product that you're making or be a bit more receptive to like how it's, um, well, how how the end result. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to pull one more card because I can feel myself like talking about loads of different themes. Spirit Higher Power Universe. I get it though. Please can I have a card to um, summarize? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, right, okay. Now some message. <laughs> so one of the first questions we're talking about is um, affirmation or um, a message linked to the collective jealousy. And then we also had, um, well, we just sort of asked for advice to discern from those energies that um, we're trying to leave away from, you know, those certain friends, family members, et cetera, who have... Um, excited excited these emotions or feelings from us and we just want a different relationship with how those mission um um um, emotions leave us and approach us and heal with us i got the eight of wands and this is very like go 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 energy but because all of these wands are different heights and different levels and different like um like wits and stuff it kind of reminds me that like because of the way that life works, we're all going to have a different um, expression of how a feeling is going to, or how an energy is going to affect us and how it's going to stay within us. But we need to be aware that this energy will leave. This energy isn't going to last forever. And even so, if this energy is within us, it is still an energy that we can create from, but we need to sort of reassure ourselves that like, what we have in front of us is abundance we don't have to work from a scarcity mindset because that's what got us here we can work in a mindset that is putting our information and our like best foot forward because when you kind of work from a place of like well I guess like um competitive doubt it kind of colludes um like what you're making because you like you just get overwhelmed by it you just kind of get burnt out and you're just like, oh, wait, yeah. not today, not today. But if you come yeah. with approach, like, this is what I've known, this is what I haven't liked, you can find out that that's still a blessing in itself because now you know what you really don't want. Mm. You know, that's true. now now you can say, no, I know what I want. I know what I really don't want, you know? So having that, like, information and having that receptive, um, compassionate um, voice to yourself can allow you to move forward and it can allow mm. you to make more choices that are of value to you I say mm. this because the last card at the bottom of the deck is the empress and the empress mm. is literally all about like self-care creativity like mothering yourself literally like nursing the environment that you are so to keep like the empress could be Beyonce but the empress would be a gardener do you know what I mean like it's a very mm. like um uh passive uh nurturing like comforting energy that kind of reminds us of luxury and reminds mm. us of like trying to not be overwhelmed by the emotions that um fuel us but to know that mm. the emotions are there for a reason it's gonna you don't have to believe everything that you think but it also can help you translate an expression. It was funny because we spoke about Adele in the DMC and now I'm thinking of Mm -hmm. her music. I'm thinking about how she's been able to develop routines that have grounded her, how she's been able to translate her 
information, her pain into medicine. And she didn't even realize, she was just writing an album. She was literally just writing an album. She's writing her music. But that music and her showcasing that music is going to help millions of people. And it's showing that, like, the energy that you have can bring creativity or bring something to the surface that you can deal with and that you can leave with. It doesn't always have to, um, uh, like, you can't be diluted by it, but you can't be overwhelmed by it. And it's just having a healthy expression of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's why the pentacles are here because it's like this uh, this idea that you need you need something to ground you mm-hmm. you need like you know you let's you want something to ground you so you don't get lost in your head but then because the page is a bit of a um they're like childlike they're playful they want to like learn but they also don't want to like they don't want to be burnt too quick that they never try again so that's why you've got the eight of wands here because it's like no go live Mm -hmm. do create share collaborate Mm -hmm. move because it's only going to help you in the long run because i think a lot of whether it's us two or the collective like there's a lot of creative energy because well that's what the cards are saying and like Mm -hmm. even the oracle messages it's like okay so we want you to create something have you done it yet (laughs) have you done it yet (laughs) have you done it yet (laughs) have you done it have you done it and it's like okay baby but i wanted to talk about jealousy (laughs) literally yeah so like i do think well in the answer to the answer to our questions is Mm -hmm. that we need to have um a compassionate mindful process to how we leave individuals they don't need to be told that they're being left but we need to be comfortable with why we had to leave them you know and eventually because I can't we, we can talk about emotions as much as we can but like like and this is a lesson that I'm learning about myself as well like I, I will never be able to fully tell someone how long and how it will be sitting in that emotion for um that time for them and I think that's why the eight of ones came up because it's like everybody's different energy like you don't know if someone's energy has been influenced by past experience which means that they're going to deep it even more you know mm-hmm. it all differs so like I just think we're in a creative space and we're we have abundance available to us but to be aware of that abun- abundance is to be aware of the um things that we offer ourselves and what are you offering sorry I just got distracted because now I'm looking at this mice who's giving a seed and they don't even realize Mm. that this mice is doing that they're just so like like tunnel vision on what's happening but it's like no 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 Mm -hmm. something's available to you something's been given to you in this moment like Mm -hmm. it's your it's your choice it's your birthright to see what you're going to like direct it to like where are you going to put that focus where are you going to put that energy I think that's Mm -hmm. the reading I love that. You know what? That, that, a lot of that is speaking to me. I can't even lie to you. Like, yeah, like, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's true. Especially that point about like something, obviously having to like release something creative into the world and not doing it. Yet. I'm like, working on it. So yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> but yeah, like, no, definitely. Thank you for that. Because I definitely think that a lot of, a lot of that resonated with me. And I'm kind of just like, you know what? Yeah. That came on time. That came on time. <laughs> well, I'm happy that it did because, like, at one point I was doing the reading and I was like, "Am I even talking about jealousy anymore?" <laughs> like, but I guess, <laughs> well, the like, thing is, like, 
all these different things tie into it and all these yeah. different factors influence it so yeah that's know. that's one thing I really like about tarot because it's like there's so many different perspectives and interpretations yeah. of it like it could instigate how you next move but it can also mm-hmm. reflect how you are right now so right right yeah I really enjoyed that no. Um, sure. thank you for doing that. No, thank you. Thank you for the um thank you. Just thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you. <laughs> this means it takes us to our last segment now, and that's called mm-hmm. the direct message. And okay. oh my goodness, I just chilled the time. Oh my god. No, it's kind of cute because it's two 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 because it's oh, like an oh, angel number. Angel number. But, hey. like, <laughs> but it just made me be like, babe, that's the time already. But um uh-huh. anyway. This is the um, last segment of the episode. Uh, it's the direct message. It's where me and Kanem share um, a little take-home message for the listeners. And um, my take-home message um, this week is that your jealousy, as in my jealousy, your jealousy, whoever's listening jealousy, is your um, uh, responsibility to take care of. It should not be misdirected um, or projected onto others, um, whether that's other people, other places, other experiences, because at the end of the day, it literally is just an emotion. It, it literally is a feeling. And I think the one of the first things that you learn about in therapy is the fact that like when you're an adult, you're only supposed to be taking care of like your feelings. And like sometimes people can fall into manipulation when they're thinking that they need to like well take paracetamol for other people's headaches and you'll never win by that you'll never um feel like you're satisfied or full or fed by that because Mm. then you're going to be like oh I wanted to do this but then this person did this I want to do that but this environment didn't let me and it's like no 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 you're responsible for putting your emotions first. There's always going to be a, a healthy way of translating that. And I think this conversation has really opened us up to understanding how jealousy can be translated honestly and healthily because it's not going to consume us. Like any emotion would consume us, you know? Like I could, we could talk about happiness and like in reality, if I was happy like all the time, like, oh, I mean, that would be a great world, but I'm sure I'd be burnt out. <laughs> like, I'm so mm. tired because I'll just it's be true. like, oh, too, oh, like, I'll just be yeah. so like elated all the time that, like, mm-hmm. I, I would, I, well, I just, I genuinely just feel tired. <laughs> like, I just genuinely mm-hmm. feel tired. So I yeah. think it's just like not um, penalizing your emotions and just knowing that if you're honest about them and you can healthily express them, then you're only like, going to save yourself a lot more like well heartache really mm. so that's my um One. that's my direct message i know that's right i know that's right so <laughs> that was a word no. what's your direct message yeah my, my direct message i i guess it's like get comfortable like every listeners at home like i guess this is even a word to myself to you to to other like get comfortable with feeling jealousy like you would anger like like how is it that we're so comfortable with saying i'm angry i'm sad um, or for most people, not everyone's comfortable verbalizing mm. their emotions, but most people are um, comfortable verbalizing those emotions. But get comfortable with jealousy. Like even if you don't say it to anybody else, say it to yourself and just be like, mm. you know what, I'm jealous right now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because it it makes an emotion a lot easier to kind of 
deal with when you just when you kind of just say it for what it is it's kind of like you know we talk we've spoken about this idea of theater masking before like don't be that person that hides the jealousy with anger and trying to take the person down a peg and humbling them on you know Beyonce's internet or the Twitter or whoever do you know what I mean (laughs) it's kind of like just get comfortable with feeling jealousy as an emotion and also when you do feel that feeling you know you don't have to necessarily share it with the world you can share it with a trusted friend a trusted family member or just keep it between you and the lord you serve if you serve (laughs) one at all exactly or get a journal or get a journal there you go but it's like it's just like let's just get comfortable with calling emotions what they are because like yeah there's that but then also I guess another direct message I have is like you know what sometimes it's actually okay to be bad vibes as well like sometimes we we need to I can't like I saw this really poignant tweet maybe last week or the week before about like so somebody liking their friends with a sprinkle of bad vibes and I was like same I, I saw the exact same tweet he's not the exact same tweet because <laughs> yeah. you know what a madness was happening on the TL and it uh-huh. came out because of fake friendship I want to see I want to see the good I want to see the bad I want to yes. see the ugly yeah. I want to see let like, me see it. Yes. Uh, um, just good all the time because like I don't trust you know people what? that I like that you know yeah. can I just say something this is kind of off topic uh-huh. but like I literally had a thought about this today fake nice people are the most resentful people in the world <laughs> no honestly fake nice people are the most resentful people in the world because be they're being like yes 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 you're being yes meant everyone they're saying um uh yes to the bare minimum they're saying yes to what they're offered they're just saying yes 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 all the time that they're never actually putting themselves forward so whilst um, every time yeah. they say yes they're just thinking oh, oh, oh. It's and the they go down, example. down, down, and then when they blow up, yeah. they get so spiteful and so like um, nasty. Yeah, what's the word? But it's not—it's not even just a reflection of like, um, let's say what someone's done. It's a reflection mm. of months or years or just just a very long period of being a yes man. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. And it's just like agree. there's no point. Like the thing is, if you're honest with yourself, you people love you for who you're in, like for your entirety, and it's the mm. truth. Like regardless of like what like facet you show, and I think like you're doing yourself to service as well as the people that you're around because you're they're gonna fall in love with a version of you that's not even true to yourself. It's true, and like you know what, it's just a perfect example of those people being wolf in sheep's clothing, because it's like there's no authenticity there, my love. Like it's kind of like, come on, like, and you see, oh, come on, like, don't get me wrong, like it's not like uh, when I say a sprinkle of bad vibes, I mean like a healthy sprinkle, not a handful, <laughs> not a not a big dash of bad vibes, but like, you know, it's like I just want to see the human element of someone. Like there are definitely times where I'm just like that bitch doesn't deserve that man or oh, fuck this nigga do you know what I mean like it's like there's just times <laughs> I'm just like and I know I'm being bad vibes and I don't care like, yeah you know no, but the thing is I think oh, there's yeah. like a freedom in having that yeah. you know it's like yeah. we went to a um we went to a uh podcast like a live podcast and um recently <laughs> and some and the presenter <laughs> yeah. asked like a similar question and yeah. one of the one of the um guests was like I just love gossip I love gossip. I love the tea. I love passive aggression. I love this. And it's like, it's not the fact they're saying like, oh, I'm going to be bad mind and do it every day. But it's like Mm -hmm. a facet of myself that I'm aware of. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And the people that love me will take it for me, but I'm not going to give my energy to everyone. So it's Mm -hmm. not like I'm going to do it to everyone. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah, I remember that actually. And that's so true. That is 100% true. And I can't lie. All my friends who know me now, I love, 
my my shirt listen even though I'm, yes i'm very busy a lot of the time always have time for gossip if somebody's like came on hot gossip i say wait wait baby let me call you back give me five minutes what happened what Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm always, I don't care. That's, you know, it was it was a question about toxic traits. That's what it was, remember? Yes. And they were talking about their toxic traits and then one of them was like, oh, I love gossip. I was like, maybe that's mine as well. <laughs> Me and my ear is always to the ground, honey. <laughs> no, it's funny because like, I like, I know I, I get it. Like, I completely mm. get it. I think like yeah. with, look, we're doing a podcast within a podcast, damn. But, oh, like, <laughs> but, like, I've noticed, like, with me, like, I I really... Oh, do you know... Okay, this is going to sound so mad, but we move, right? Mm-hmm. I, and this is my shadow speaking. This is my shadow. <laughs> so, like, okay. in my life, when people have moved mad, I've had to move madder to get them away. Yeah. That's and not even that mad. Like, that's, some, that's no, normal, but it's, yeah. like... The ex the the extent to which I will go and I'll choose to go because <laughs> I I want it to end and I want to be final. And it's not like it's not like it's not like I'm. Do, do you know what I mean I'm out here with a wellness podcast? Do you know what I mean I'm not like mm-hmm. a like a dictator or anything? Yeah. But I'm saying it in the sense of like it's a massive pride problem for me. It's a massive mm-hmm. pride problem for me. Yeah, so completely. like I I um I like I I've I've seen myself over the years just leave, <laughs> just yeah. leave, I, just not engage. Yeah. Because what can you do? Because it's not I'm not going to yeah. lose my mind over something that's, that's happened. But then equally, mm. the fact that you think you could try. <laughs> definitely. Gonna... Definitely, because there are definitely <laughs> certain people. There are definitely certain people who, especially like when I put space between myself and certain people, and then they kind of like push harder or kind of force the dynamic that just isn't there anymore. It's like, it's like even pe- like, oh God, oh, uh, too specific an example. But I just had an example, basically, with somebody who I'm clearly not close like that with anymore. It's still trying to pretend that we're still in that space. And it's like, move on. Like, it's done. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, move away. And it's like, I, I find out, I wish I was a bit more like that. That would, you know, kind of just shut them up and step away. Because I should just get to just block on numbers at this point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm just done, man. But I rate yeah. that, though. I respect it. It's a weird one. Because it's like, I think if any, like, so many people have met me now, have seen mm. such a more mature and much more yeah. of a like a developed person because you know I mean age growth life yeah. whatever but yeah. if you were in my mind you wouldn't think that <laughs> like if mm. you were in my mind it's just like it's just like what I show you and I'm still quite an open book like what I show you mm. is still just a percentage of what I am like right and I think like when we're honest with ourselves whether we translate that to trusted friends or therapy or whatever we're able mm-hmm. to just get more of a grip of like yeah what we're walking with or what we're doing because like you can't well life is for the living <laughs> life is literally for life the is, listen honestly it is it is it is <laughs> you know the vibe sister it's true honestly, it absolutely is thousand percent but um no I've had honestly I've had such a pleasure talking to you today and um to- yeah we really really went into it we had, we shared so many bombs we showed so many like honestly. We had a heart to heart, had truth bombs, had Honestly. everything in this episode. Um, Honestly, please, can you let um, what well, can you let listeners know where to find you on socials? Of course. Amazing. So yeah, I would say um, I guess the best place you can probably find me um, is probably Instagram. So 
I mean, it's literally my full fucking government at this point. Oh, but anyway, should I? <laughs> I can if you don't want to send it on the podcast, I can put it on like. I can just tag you in it on the promo. Yeah, just tag. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Like, at Kane Roach on pretty okay. much everything. Um, okay. Now, whether or not, uh, to be fair, like I'm pretty open to. In fact, you know, actually, people out there, like, say hello. Actually, <laughs> I, like, I've noticed I don't, I don't make myself approachable enough because I've always been like, I have my friends, but I'm like, you know what, you know, like, come say hello, you know, let's kiki. But yeah, um, I'd say you can find me there on socials. Also, um. Look out for um, some creative projects. Let's just say that I'm going to be dropping. Um, bop, bop, bop. By, the time, by the time the listeners hear this, there might be things in existence. But I will just say, yeah, look at my Instagram for any updates. Things are coming. Um, you know, I hate me. Oh my god, I've become that person. That's like I'm working on like a super secret project. <laughs> That's and fine. I can't talk about it, but it's super secret. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but the thing no, is, like, like they've like through the podcast, no, through the literally tarot episode and through your confirmation, they know things are gonna be fire. They know things are coming. Because they're gonna be the like, they're gonna be like, look, spirit. Spirit, we're holding you accountable. We're holding you exactly. accountable. Exactly. So I want to see these things. <laughs> literally, but yeah, if they look at my Instagram, because technically, if I say what I'm working on, my employer might find me. So, so, yeah, just look at my Instagram, come and say hello. And yeah, Instagram, you can also follow me on Twitter, even though I'm not super active on Twitter anyway. But Instagram, definitely there. So yeah, come and say hello, guys. No, definitely. Thank you so much, honestly. And like, Thanks you're always dropping me. fire looks as well. So that's another shout Thank to why you. you should follow Kanem on Instagram. The styling, honestly, the, the wit, the, fa- the, the wit. If you literally, if you want your fix of fashion and uh, somebody with a very fast wit, look for me. That's all. There you go. There you go. Honestly, like <laughs> you've been incredible, Kaden, and I've enjoyed Thank chatting you, to you Angel. so much. Um, you. Yeah. What my socials? My socials are well for this podcast is DM Talks DM Talks and um, that's for Instagram. For mm-hmm. my. Um, for my no you know just follow me dm.talks because i promise you like mm-hmm. i haven't posted anything on my Insta, my other instagram since may and i doubt i'm gonna do it soon so follow just dm talks um, and yeah like that will that's gonna be where you hear announcements about episodes we've got some we've got some fire guests coming up soon yeah so you need listen, I... you need to push those notifications on boy Honestly. you need to push those notifications Honestly. on you ain't ready you ain't really ready for season a dm talk season two honestly you know that you you know the 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 guest is before this episode isn't it one of them okay right so guys you need to listen to the podcast episode that's before this one also so if you've come straight here let's say i don't know you're a friend of mine or whatever and you're coming to support if you do anything for me guys listen to the episode before this one as well please thank you thank you You, honestly it's been (laughs) oh you're so get yourself a friend like kadem guys but no it's been so lovely talking to you today um i've enjoyed it so much but i'm gonna love yous and fucking leave yous because guess what i'm fucking tired but (laughs) we shall see you later guys bye now Bye. Bye. bye